0: You're listening to Audio Interference, produced by Interference Archive.
1: She Vanessa Nosey Gonzalez. She San Carlos Conleyu. She Chiu Kelly in there. She is the She Van Doge Haven.
2: Dagode. She carries Sage curly Gonzalez, She kites it Selena curly Gonzalez. Peridot you gon So
1: hello, my name's Vanessa Nosey. I'm a Chihuahua Apache enrolled in the St. Carlos Apache tribe. I'm from the Sinaiac clan and the Bundokahe band.
2: Hello, everyone. My name is Carrie Curley, also known as CC. I um, live and I am from the St. Carlos Apache reservation here in Arizona.
0: Vanessa Nosey and Carrie Curley live on the San Carlos Apache reservation in southeastern Arizona with a population of about 10,000 people
1: several Apaches were relocated onto the reservation, taken away from our homeland. San Carlos is establishment of a prison. So every, uh, everyone there comes, they're either Chiricahua, Aravaipa, um, Yavapai Apache, um, Canal Apache. So there's several different Apaches and that's the unique thing about San Carlos. We're all different, but yet similar.
0: Vanessa is an activist who works for the San Carlos Apache Tribe's Historic Preservation and Archaeology Department. Carrie is an activist and an artist. They're part of the Apache Stronghold, a group based in San Carlos that battles continued colonization and defends holy sites and freedom of religion for Apache communities indigenous to the area. Today on Audio Interference, we're speaking with Vanessa and Carrie about the Apache Stronghold spiritual movement to protect Oak Flat from the foreign mining company Resolution Copper. Part 1. Chichil Bildago Teal Oak Flat. Chichil Biltagotil, or Oak Flat, has been sacred to the Apache for generations, way before European invasion and the displacement of indigenous communities by the U.S. government. Oak Flat is currently part of Tonto National Forest and is public land. It's about 45 miles west of the San Carlos Reservation and about 70 miles east of Phoenix.
1: Oak Flat is very unique. It's um, not only circuit to the Apache people— but also was a trade route for many tribes that met to to trade with from all over.
2: We have our holy ground there, which is another sacred ceremony, um, which consists of praying our four crosses, the four colors, the four directions, and that's a ceremony that's held up there.
1: Uh, the landscape there, um, this from rocky mountains to rock formations to meadows and and springs, and our oak trees. Um, I remember going up there with my grandmother, and um, we would take acorn and medicine, and
2: my Che, my grandpa, my shuoye, my grandma, they uh, raised their children there in Superior, so my grandpa would have ceremony up there. Um, I remember my mom telling me when she was a young girl, and, you know, she would ask her mom, um, where, where did daddy go? But she said that You know, her mom would tell her, he'll be back. And that's all she had to say. Uh, She realized that grandpa was having his own ceremony up there, uh, meaning that he would take his medicine and he would go pray.
0: In Apache, Oak Flat is Chichil Biltagotil. Chichil means acorn in Apache, and there's a plethora of acorn trees in Oak Flat.
2: Where we have our main camp there at Chichil Biltagotil, there's these huge acorn trees that are probably 500 plus years old. You know, they talk about our ancestors picking from these trees. No matter how many times I've been there, these, these acorn trees, you're, you're so grateful to
0: see them standing. Acorns are used in cooking to make acorn stew in the summer and Carrie refers to them as gold. It takes an acorn tree a hundred years just to produce like one acorn. Just that patience and
2: endurance of that tree to, to do that is powerful.
0: Oak Flat used to be part of San Carlos, but the reservation was downsized several times by the U.S. government because of minerals that were discovered in the area. This brings us to recent legislation. Part 2. Resolution Copper.
1: They found an stated that Oak Flat underneath has the largest uh, copper ore in North
0: America. In 2013, the Southeast Arizona Land Exchange and Conservation Act, H.R. 687, was first introduced into the U.S. House of Representatives. The act authorized a land exchange between the federal government and the mining company Resolution Copper. It would give Oak Flat to Resolution Copper for mining. Apache and activists successfully fought the proposal, but in December 2014, Senators John McCain and Jeff Flake slipped the land exchange bill as a late-night rider into the National Defense Authorization Act. The act was signed by Barack Obama. This gave the authority to resolution copper for mining and permanent ownership of the land. The land would go from being publicly to privately owned, which means it would be illegal for the Apache to go to Oak Flat.
1: They wanted to do a block cave mine, but the extent of this mine and how far deep in the earth that they're going to go, I believe it's like 7,000 feet into the, the earth has never been done. So this is a whole experimental
0: mining project. Resolution Copper's mining project would go so deep into the earth that it's gonna hit the local water aquifers. They'll have to dewaterize the area so that they can push chemicals into the ground that will separate the ore, the copper, from the earth and extract it.
1: So everything's gonna be hollow underneath and we're looking at like a two mile wide crater. So everything is gonna be destroyed
0: Currently, there are already a few rigs set up for drill testing. All I have to say about Resolution Copper is
2: it's a foreign mine company, like foreign. Does people understand that? Foreign, foreign. What gives a foreign mine company the right to take what's ours, sacredly ours?
1: It's a continued genocide on our religion. Um, They disregard Indigenous people altogether. All
2: of it's at stake to the animals, to the plants, to the springs, to the medicinal plants.
0: This has already had detrimental effects on the plant and animal life in Oak Flat. Everything was once so green, but now looks so dull.
1: There's cracks in the earth all over the place. And I remember two years ago, a year ago, it wasn't even like that. That's the difference I see from when I was young to now, is the harm that the mining project is already created, and they haven't even went into full operation.
0: Resolution Copper will also need to establish a tailing site to operate, to remove waste from the mine. This tailing site poses serious health and environmental risks, but the plan for the tailing site hasn't been publicly shared.
1: They're going to have a tailing site that's going to be hold uh, 300 billion tons of chemical waste that's going to be airborne It's going to go into the air it's going to affect the metropolitan area which meaning like the phoenix located area is going to affect all these surrounding towns we talk about healthcare issues all these cancers going to rise to monopoly effect of how destructive this mine is going to be
2: us as Ine, us as indigenous people our sacred mountains we didn't have to put a huge statue or a huge sign or a huge wall or anything to let others know that it's it's sacred we knew it was sacred we knew the beauty of each mountain and the medicine that it holds for us and the the water i tell people uh water is life i don't know what to tell you if you don't understand just that basic meaning water is life
1: What if all our natural resources are gone? How are our people going to survive? So we need congressional decisions made, moral congressional decisions made for the Indigenous people and for people all over the world.
0: Part 3, The Apache Stronghold
1: Everything we do, the Apache Stronghold is done through spirituality. So our what our movement is, it's a spiritual movement. The leader and the founder
0: of Apache Stronghold is a Wensler Nosey Senior. Wensler Nosey is Vanessa's father. He's the former councilman of the Paradot District and chairman of the San Carlos Apache.
2: He's been fighting for these sacred mountains and our culture and our ways for like probably 40-something years now.
1: It came to him a dream. He's a very spiritual and traditional person.
0: The very first Apache Stronghold meetings were held in Wensler's office. He educated people about Resolution Copper and what was at stake for the aquifers. Around this same time, Kerry was working with another artist on a large 28-foot mural for a water tower in San Carlos it was going to be a message about Oak Flat and um, the water. We knew that it was going to have
2: uh, the message on water is life and, you know,
0: save Oak Flat on it. The mural is a black-and-white photograph of Carrie's aunt Margie wearing Apache clothing made by Carrie's mom. Margie's surrounded by symbols, and there's a backdrop of blue paint. Carrie describes how people responded to the mural.
2: We got a lot of honks. You got a lot of, you know, war cries, and you got a lot of people in the community um, uh, getting that pride of who they are, and that's the power of art.
0: The mural was timed with conversations Wenzler was having in his office about protecting Oak Flat, and he understood the mural to be a response to his prayers. During the first Apache Stronghold meetings, a woman in the community has the idea to start a march.
2: I remember her saying, well, why don't we march to Oak Flat? Winsler and all of us, you know, sitting there in his office, we all agreed, yeah, that's a great idea.
0: And so the Apache Stronghold organized a group and spiritual walk from San Carlos to Oak Flat, around 45 miles walking.
1: We knew something needed to be done. We knew that we needed to show our presence. We knew that it was going to take prayers to fight this evil. Because when you look at the situation and you look at what Resolution Copper and Rio Tinto and uh, all those dirty politicians want is, is power and money. And that's the root of evil. Part four, The Walk.
2: We didn't know, you know, what the endurance that we were all going to take as individuals and the suffering and the sacrifice we had to make.
1: My dad said, you know, these places that are holy, that we're fighting for, we have to suffer to get there, to understand. So when he started the march, that was the thing was to bring awareness of the issue, to remember and walk in the path of our ancestors and our feet touch the same ground as theirs but also to feel the hardship of what our people are going through and what they
0: went through, and to, to get to these holy places. The suffering from walking the long distance is important. To connect with your own body, the earth and natural world around you, as well as to each other and to history.
1: You don't have the same a- impact when you drive just with your car, you know. but when you're actually walking and touching the earth, hearing the wind, the birds, the animals, filling the plants, but also your body hurting, is making those sacrifices and connecting with the Creator.
0: Carrie describes the first walk to protect Oak Flat in 2014. At one point during the walk, Winsler gave her the staff, a staff that is sacred, containing individual and community prayers.
2: You know, with the four feathers on it, that we were going to take up to a uh, holy ground up there to have our ceremony. Um, once he put that in my hand, I, I tell people in my family that it's um, it was alive. Those feathers were alive. And in that moment, when he gave that to me, I knew it was beyond me. It was getting out of my mind of the suffering and, you know, wanting to give up and keep going. And those feathers being that, you're up ahead and you're leading, you know, the elders and you're you're leading the youth that are behind you and your younger cousins and your brothers and sisters in this movement and your aunties and your uncles. And there's a lot, a lot of uh, pride and a lot of people behind you.
0: Towards the end of the walk, as the walkers approached Oak Flat, the staffs were passed to Naylan Pike, Vanessa's daughter.
2: Once we got to our um, destination, Chichil, I remember the first time we saw um, Mei-Lin run it in, the the young girl run it in, with both those staff. All of us were in tears.
0: Since the first walk in 2014, the Apache Stronghold continues to organize walks annually. The most recent one was in February 2019. I asked Carrie and Vanessa how the walks changed and what they learned from them over the years.
2: It's a powerful thing. And I tell people, you know, Checheo, Petagoteo, Oak Flat has given me uh, so much insight on life. Um, It gave me my spirit. It showed me that there's a spirit and it showed me that there's a flesh, a fleshly side to us. But it had to take me to walk and run 40 by miles.
1: Every walk is very unique. Every event's never the same, no matter how many times
0: you do it. Vanessa explains that this year's walk was especially difficult because the deadline was approaching for the release of the draft Environmental Impact Statement. This statement assesses the impacts of the land exchange on the environment and the public. It's created by NEPA, the National Environmental Policy Act. And they claim that the federal government cannot take action without assessing the impact first. So on this year's walk, the future of Oak Flat felt tangible and approaching. This could be
1: our last march. You know, we don't know what's going to turn out, but we're going to continue to fight. What happens if there's no congressional decision made to overturn what John McCain did? You know, or um, what if we win? It's going to, this is huge.
0: Part 5, Generations.
1: We're told to have no songs anymore. Our tradition is supposed
2: to be gone. But the one thing we have to be reminded today, because we are the true indigenous people here of this land, no matter what.
0: That's Naylin Pike, Vanessa's daughter, sharing her reflections at this year's walk. I asked Vanessa what she notices in the younger generation in San Carlos.
1: I see with my children and the the youth that I'm around that it's, Um, They're really trying to connect and they are making those connections spiritually because you can't do anything in the indigenous way of life. Everything starts with prayer and and you see that with these kids. You see them making that connection and being
0: that future that we need. The younger generations are clearly playing a serious role in this movement. Alongside the elders and the greater Apache community. Since my conversations with Carrie and Vanessa, Wenzler Nosey Sr. announced that he's moving home to Chichil Biltagotil, Oak Flat. He writes According to the US Forest Service policy, the Forest Service is to allow my presence on the land for religious purposes and provide for access to areas of religious significance. My return home is to continue to take the spiritual road and continue fighting this battle of evil through prayer, as my ancestors have done before me. They were murdered and imprisoned in concentration camps, which are now reservations. They were promised that one day they could go home. We never thought this day would come, but it was prophesized that the last battle would be our religion. The Tonto National Forest Service draft environmental impact statement ignores historic and current religious practice at Oak Flat, which is not only negligence, but is religious discrimination as well. We encourage you to call your senators and representatives to be sure they support the protection of sacred sites, asked them to sign on as sponsors of the Save Oak Flat Act, which would repeal the land exchange bill.
1: America has to acknowledge of how it was founded, the murder and genocide of people of so many different eras, from being, you know, slaughtered to uh, relocated and taken away from their homelands to boarding school area. It all affects till today. The truth needs to come out, and, or, and the only way this world is going to change is once they have to acknowledge of how it was founded, you know, and the deceit of America.
0: A huge, huge thank you to Carrie Curley, Vanessa Nosey, Naylin Pike, Wensler Nosey, and the Apache Stronghold for their important and determined fight to protect their land and for the important messages this has for Indigenous communities around the world and for all communities regarding the way we should respect and relate to our land, our environment, and to each other. Thank you, Amy Harwood, for your support and audio from the walk that's part of this episode. To learn more about the Apache Stronghold, And for updates on Oak Flat, please visit our show notes. You've been listening to Audio Interference, produced by Interference Archive. The Archive is collectively run and volunteered-powered. If you like what you heard today, consider making a donation to help keep the Archive up and running. Just go to interferencearchive.org and click on Donate. From all of us at Audio Interference...